Welcome to episode 42 of the Wiretap Podcast with Alex. Carlos, what's going on, Alex? Not much, man. What's going on with you, man? Man, I feel like I feel like I haven't seen you. I feel like I haven't spoken to you. I think I sent you a couple of text messages, and I think that's been it, man. But the last since the last time we talked, we've had a war. You've gone on vacation. The market has uh, encountered its dips. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of dips, a lot of war dips. <laughs> a lot sure. of this, uh, inflation is up and over seven and a half. We'll see what happens on the February report. And as far as inflation is concerned, I recently saw that California saw its first $10 per gallon in fuel. Uh, well, it's good to see you, man. We probably shouldn't I do mean, this anymore because every, we keep putting these breaks on what's going to happen in two weeks <laughs> I, I mean i don't know it's kind of difficult because we try to switch it up where we try to do them um a little bit earlier and right, right. honestly for my timeline it, I, I, it's kind of been a little difficult i mean i don't know i think the evenings kind of worked out a little bit better but then kind of uh, it's we'll, we'll have to figure it out i mean the thing is we want to be consistent it's just been proven a little bit more difficult and like you said man a lot of things have been going on it's like we've had um the the market's been up and down war. the the war has been going on i mean there's a lot of things that, that we're seeing our country basically be unstable now imagine what's going on with with those particular countries like ukraine and russia themselves with all these right. new sanctions that are happening and um, if we're man. feeling the pain uh, at even at the gas pump right imagine what they're well, with all these sanction, sanctions right. and everything, what's right, going right, on over there? Because right. I know that Russia said something about they were allowing like 10,000 rubles or something that people can max get out of the country. They want, they basically trying to hold their money in their country because they can because see it. We, we can send them into the depression. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even though we're closer, we're probably about seven to 8% into a recession. Uh, if we're yeah. honest, man, I mean, it's, it's, it's bad all around, but you know, these sanctions have got to take place. Look, I'm, I'm not here. We're not here to, to be taking sides on these political stances, but look, the reality is, is that there are people who are dying. Uh, decisions were made, I think, um, in the way that they probably shouldn't have been made from what we've gathered. Uh, I wish things were different. I hate the fact that so much has transpired over a week. Right. Not even a week. And it looks like there's a lot of false information going on there over is, there. There is. There is. They're trying like to cover the, everything up. Yeah. 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 It's, what, it's what like have the, you been the No, I mean, like the troops don't know what they're in. Like some of the Russian troops don't know what they're in for. Ukrainian soldiers are, I mean, like even civilians are standing up to them and, and, you know, putting their lives on the line. But, um, yeah, it, it's, it's kind of been, it's kind of been difficult to, I, I think for all parties involved because, it, it looks like some, like I said, like some of the soldiers don't even know what they're in for. And, and so it's like, you're fighting for a cause that you don't even know what you're fighting for. Just, it kind of makes you put yourself like, what are we doing is, right, and, and again, right. we're, I mean, I think it's difficult for any of those countries that go into war. It, it don't matter which one it is. It's always, you're always going to have innocent lives. I, I saw a video and I'm sure a lot of people or listeners have seen it. Yeah. You yeah. see the tank just goes over to, over to a civilian and just runs it over. And then later on, you see people get, trying to rescue who, who was in the car. And it was just this old old lady in the car. 
it, so it's, it's it's difficult to watch sometimes. Absolutely, absolutely. It is it is it is gut wrenching in so many ways, man. Especially when you see children and mothers leaving their husbands and their dads, and and they may not ever see them again, right? Uh, last night, man, I logged on to a, a news channel and. Uh, Apparently, we have like people coming from other countries ready to fight Russia. You know what I mean? Have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen soldiers and or not even soldiers, just civilians from like England and some other countries. America. And, and, the, and the thing is, like, there's some even even I think a lot of us are still confused. It's like some people are saying as well, it's a territorial battle that he's trying to come get it saying that well they were part of russia and another thing is like no it's actually the they're fighting for this channel of water that ukrainians shut down and now it's affecting you know a lot of um like cities and, and countries from i'm um, not countries but you know a lot of municipalities from russia that they can't get water so now their economy is being effective they don't know what to do so on the one hand you have people saying well it's it's a territorial thing Right, and another right, thing is right, like, no, right. we're actually just fighting, fighting for water just for them to allow us a channel. So I, I don't know. And again, I haven't done the research to really dig into. No, I'm just picking up where, you know, all right. these news everything, outlets like TikTok and, right, and Twitter right, right. And, and everybody says. But what, what is your take on it? I'm, I'm, I'm very disappointed at the ceasefire that was it was supposed to take place and it's not happening. Right. Um, I'm really disappointed at that, if it is true, you know what I mean? Uh, but no, as far as my take is concerned, man, I, 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 don't, I don't think we have time for that. But uh, what I am seeing is our markets, right? Our financial markets, our dollar continues to weaken. And we knew this is going to happen, right? Anytime you go into war, these things are going to take place. Inflation is going to increase. The dollar is going to take a hit. But here's the thing. The best way to help inflation, the best way to rebuild the economy, and I hate to say this, and I don't want to say this, but I got to say this, the only way to rebuild back up to where we were is by war. And if you're able to do that, then that's how you take care of the inflation problem. That's how you build the economy back up. That's how you empower the dollar and put it back in a position where it was once it once was. And I'm, I hate to say that uh, this is why this whole Ukrainian Russian thing, I've, I've been saying this since day one, something smells funny and I'm not going to get into that. All I can say is we're paying for it. We see that we're paying for it and I'm waiting for us to stop paying for it because we've been paying for this and other things over the, the past couple of months. And I think it's time for us to, you know, I, I hate to say it, man, but it's time for us to get our economy back up to build the power of the dollar back up. It's just, it's, 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 it's really sad, man. And, and households that may not have enough are feeling it today, right? They're feeling it today. They'll feel it tomorrow. And that's not okay for me, man. I think that's, that's what really gets to me. Um, but you know, man, I, I'm just, I'm concerned about that. But I mean, I will say something has popped up recently that has thrown me off. Are you familiar with what's going on with Buffett and this petroleum thing? And then uh, Oxy buying Anadarko? Have you jumped into any of this? Have you been watching any of that? So I've been I've been watching some of these different sectors on, in the market, you know, just because anytime that there's a war, there's a lot of stocks that that 
you can see the potential of them. You're buying them at a discount. So I would encourage anybody. I know, like, for example, even the Rivian company, that's the Tesla uh, alternative, right, that they're trying to make um, into the market. They, their stock is at 47. I think it closed on Friday. Uh, you know, Amazon and Ford had a special offering at $50 a share when they first launched. So you're getting prices be way below than what Amazon and Ford spent. So if that's one that you're looking into potentially having a good outcome in three, five, six years, that this maybe one you want to start buying right now, because you're probably not going to buy it cheaper than that. Um, right. I know that they're still going through building a plant down here in Georgia. They're still like, you know, proceeding with a lot. So I think that stock is, is going to, is currently is undervalued. Um, but just what I've seen, because I don't think Amazon or Ford will will let it, you know, completely go down. They got way too much millions invested into the company. Absolutely. And, but, and go, but tell me a little bit about Warren Buffett, like what you've been seeing there. Well, you know, Warren recently uh, got into this. He's been in the oil business, right? But he recently mm -hmm. uh, jumped in because he'd loaned some money. Long story short, he loaned some money to Oxy Oxy struggled to pay it back. They paid them back in stock and shares. And uh, at that same time, they only borrowed. The reason they borrowed, even though he was already a shareholder, uh, they borrowed additional cash because they wanted to buy Anadarko uh, oil, petroleum, and they did. And it was a hefty move. Uh, they paid for it for a little bit. They couldn't make their cash payments to Berkshire. But now that oil is climbing, it's, it's actually doing very well for for Buffett, but one of the things that I really wanted yeah, the to barrel is like a hundred dollars or something. Oh yeah, man, it's, it's crazy. It's right at a hundred or so. Uh, but if there's anything I want us to to really focus on today, Alex, uh, is the five things that we were able to pull from Warren Buffett's uh, investing don'ts, and and it's so incredibly relevant to what we're doing now and to I what's happening I now. Yeah. No, I was I was just gonna say I think we've said it before, um, but I think they just really it's good good time to recap and just let everybody know because the the strategy doesn't matter what the you know what our countries are going or the countries around us are going. It's right. always um, important to value kind of what he says. And one if I can here jump into the first one, it's just yeah, man. like don't let the world events stop or affect your investing decisions. This is what we talked about being consistent. Right. Some of these some of these um, current situations, you're buying them at a discount. I don't know about you, man, but I had I had a loss in my portfolio over the past couple of weeks. And that's been a you know, it's it's the reality of things right now. Right. There are losses and I completely understand these losses are going to take place. But I think you're right. When you talk about Warren Buffett and you talk about some of these things that are going on today, you cannot allow the world's events like what's happening in Ukraine, of course, affect your investing decisions because you're getting the best deal that you can. You're working on bettering that deal, but you got to hold still because there will be a bounce back. The war will end. We just don't have a time limit and a time frame. So those are certainly things that we need to recap. So if you're an investor, if you're into the market, yes, the events that are taking place in the world, they do affect your portfolio because they affected mine. However, the point is don't panic, right? 
don't panic. It's going to create volatility. Volatility exists in any market. However, in this particular time that we're in, it's going to happen. So don't feel bad. Number two, I'd say is don't feel bad, right? When stocks go down, right? Whether you're looking and locking into a stock on a computer now or tomorrow, you're going to see that your portfolio is going to take a dip on every day. It's going to fluctuate. You see it, you're experiencing it. There is an emotional connection that you have with your portfolio and that's understandable. However, it does not mean you need to panic. It does not mean you need to feel bad. It does not mean that you've made a bad decision. If you believe in that stock, if you're passionate about what it does and you see that there is potential, you looked at the graphs, you looked at the news, you've seen what they've been able to do. Why should you panic and allow yourself to feel bad because the stock has go down? So number one, of course, uh, as, as Alex just said, don't let the world events affect your portfolio and the way you see investing too. Don't feel bad when your stocks go down, Alex. Yeah, so so I, I agree. I mean, you shouldn't feel bad. Why? One, because you feel you should be investing in companies that you believe and it actually can come out of this that are not going to get affected too much. And, and number three is like, don't don't think you need to have um, an expert look at your portfolio because honestly, like all the even all the experts, their portfolios are going down. Their portfolios are in the red. But what are they doing? They're investing more. They're buying more companies. They're doing this. So you. So yes, you're gonna look at your portfolio and be like, "Why am I in the red?" It's like today was not a good day. And, you, and, and even if you guys are looking into your 401ks and if you have those in your companies, and if you look at those, even those are are, are in the red. Like yeah, all yeah, of us are in the yeah, red right now. Absolutely. So absolutely. what you need to look at that is buying opportunity. So if you have the cash, now is the perfect time to if you believed in Johnson and Johnson or even how liquid are you? Or, yeah, or, yeah. How liquid yeah, or are Delta. You? Like most of these companies are are gonna they're gonna stay afloat. Right. They're not going to go under too big so, to fail. Too big to fail. Yeah. So you got to put your money where, where those companies are and you'll be when this market makes a correction. Uh, it's going to it's going to it's going to bounce back. You're going to go back green and it's going to jump quickly. You're going to be like, wow, this is crazy. Right, I'm glad right. I spent that money. Right. And your feelings are going to change and you're going to feel excited. You're going to feel happy. And then you're going to say, what am I doing now? Do I buy more? Do I keep it here? Do I keep it in the long haul? Right. So, Alex, I think you're absolutely right. I think I agree 150 percent with what Warren is saying. Uh, but the fourth one uh, and there's a total of five. The fourth one is don't go for that quick profit. Uh, so true. So stinking true. Don't don't go for the quick profit. Don't go in and out. Don't do pumps and dumps. Right now is not the time for that. When you're investing, when you're jumping into any investment, anytime you jump into an investment, you want to make sure that you focus on the long haul, right? You want to make sure your portfolio is balanced. If there's a rebalance necessary, go for it, do it. However, my encouragement is don't go for the quick profit. You may say, hey, look, this is an opportunity for me. If you're so incredibly passionate about that, go for it. But if a company is running well, if a company is doing their due diligence as far as reporting strong earnings and doing what they should do, hey, why should you pump and dump? Stay in, go for the long Hall. Don't go for the quick buck because if you don't understand that sector, if you don't understand that stock, that market, then you don't need to jump in for the sake of, hey, I'm going to make a quick buck because it could flip on you. The market is incredibly volatile. So therefore, I would say don't yeah. go for the quick profit, uh, quick profit. And I agree with what Warren is saying. Yeah, I mean, his number, number, his number five is don't this put is all your money you into. Right here. I left this one for you. <laughs> now is like don't put all your money into Bitcoin for the long for the long runs. And I've always said it is Bitcoin is a, it's it's a digital asset that I think it's here to stay. I think that eventually it'll it'll 
it'll be more and more. And but right now, such it's a just politician. He'd love to walk that middle line, don't you? No, I mean, I just, I just think that it has, it has super potential. Even I, I believe in Bitcoin is, as far as not all of them. Of course, there's a lot of pump and dumps and, and a lot of scams. 100%, there's oh, a lot man. of that. Right. But, right. It, it, but you know, Warren Buffett, is it's not a currency. Like, he doesn't believe it. Um, he doesn't think that in the 10 or 20 years, it's the durability is going to be there. Um, it, you know, the store value could be always all speculative. Um, so he doesn't really believe in a lot because he's an old time investor as well. I think if anybody that I wouldn't put all my money into it, not even half of my money into it, you know, I would just put a little bit if I, you know, if I want to spend a little bit, because obviously just like the stock market, it's at a discount. Right, the, right. There's a lot of Bitcoins like Ethereum, uh, Bitcoin itself, and there's some other exchanges that are that are at a discount. And yeah, you right. could probably put some money into it. Uh, but again, you can also lose it really quick too. So right, just right. be very cautious of that. And and of course, we talked about the stock market. If you invest in these companies that are too big to fail, you know you're you're not gonna lose all your money if the market crashes. And again, I just want to say they're more of a buying opportunity than anything right now. Right, right. One of the things that I wanted to talk about today uh, that was on the content calendar a couple of weeks ago is I wanted to talk about Ford's market cap. Uh, topping over 100 billion for the first time ever, and how that stock has rebounded uh, incredibly well over the past. I mean, we can go over five years uh, where, I mean, at one point they were at what, five bucks, I think it was. Yeah, it was over like at five bucks when we, uh, when we had a little bit of a tank a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, but here's the thing. The reason I wanted to talk about that is because, you know, hey, this is a prime example that when you believe in something and you hold on, if you look at the maximum chart out, right, if you go back to what, 1982, when this company started, and you look at 2022, you look at 40 years later, what you're going to notice is that you see the volatility, you see where the stock has gone up and it's gone down, but it continues to climb. But recently, because of the current market situation that we've got, it, it took a little bit of a dip. So if there's anything I would say, Alex, when we talk about a ticker of the day that we recommend, uh, I would say take a look at Ford. Uh, I would say take a look at Ford only because Ford uh, is on a different trajectory uh, than some of these other car manufacturers. Don't get me wrong. There are some strong ones out there. And we just recently mentioned one. Uh, but I would say Ford is something to look at. If you want to dive in, you get some extra cash. How liquid are you? And if you're liquid, I would say jump in the port for a little bit and see what you can pull off. Again, this isn't a quick pump and dump. This is definitely something you want to hold in your portfolio. And don't get nervous because they've been around for 40 years and they're definitely too big to fail if there's anything that I would like to see out of that. But Alex, what would you say would be your ticker of the day before we take off? <laughs> no, I mean, Ford is definitely a company that uh, you want to you wanna invest big time. It's a, it's a company that's not going to go away just like GM, right? It, we, we know that they get bailouts. And, and I think Ford has done a great thing as far as transitioning with their electric cars. They knew where the market's going, you know, where all these, right. these environmentalists and, and um, all these EPA and, you know, where all these market is, is, is flowing to and they're making harder and harder and they want a cleaner energy source vehicles and right. Ford has jumped on the who knows they kept it a secret right because they had been probably working on it for a while because the, the Ford truck is not just gonna you know built itself they had a they started with the Mustang they had to see what I'm sure they bought some Teslas figure out pulled it apart though, break it down even though yeah. that new Ford Mustang looks kind of like a Tesla <laughs> 
Well, again, I, I think personally, I, I think I would have done it, too, if it was my company. It's like, that let's buy hilarious. a couple of those and, and let's break it apart completely, right, bolt for right. bolt, and just put it all in this warehouse and figure out how to do it. It's like, no, nah, <laughs> I, I agree with Ford. I, I think that I, I'm not an investor in Ford. And looking at it back, it's like, man, it was such a discount price that it now it's it like, well, it, it could continue to grow. It just it depends on how it, much, it's how a much of the of market. A, yeah, it's a little bit of a discount now if you look at it. You know what I mean? So I would say I would say that uh, Ford is definitely a choice that, uh, you know, something you definitely want to think about or at least look into. But Alex, as always, we'd like to leave everyone with a quote of the day. Hopefully, guys, uh, we'll be back on to this uh, on a weekly basis, if not a bi-weekly basis. We're just extremely busy people just like you are. But the quote today comes from uh, Robert Stevenson, and it says, don't judge each day by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds that you plant. I'll say it again. Don't judge each day by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds that you plant. My name is Carlos. This is Alex. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out, guys. Later. Peace out. See you.